everyone, and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, Somalia Aaronoser, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here, and if we have, welcome back. Now, for those of you who are new, you should know that I'm a professional sommelier with almost 20 years experience as a wine educator, and it is my passion to make learning about wine fun and easy for you, but also practical, meaning I not only want you to have fun and enjoy choosing wines for fancy or special occasions, I want to show you how to bring it into your everyday lives and how you can create amazing pairings to share with family and friends right in your own home. Now on that theme, in this week's episode, I'm going to cover five common herbs that we all have in our herb gardens in the summertime and wine pairings to go with those fresh herb aromatics and flavors. Now this topic came about because I've just come in from the garden. The herb pot inspired me to share with you some of my favorite pairings for some of the most common herbs. Because as we know, when we're cooking with fresh herbs, the intensity of the flavors and the aromatics get lifted. So if you love cooking with fresh herbs during the summertime or any time of year, and you've always wondered what wines would work really well and complement those flavors, I got you covered today. So if you're ready, let's get started and I'm going to be sharing the five herbs that we're going to be covering and then we're going to break down each into some of my favorite wine pairings. Let's get started. Okay, the first thing you're probably wondering are what are the herbs we're going to be covering today? And so I've selected five of the most common ones. This is not a preference. It doesn't mean that I only love these ones, but these are herbs we'll see all of the time in different herb baskets. And the herbs that we're going to be covering today are rosemary, dill, mint, thyme, and oregano. So those are the five herbs that we're going to be covering in today's episode, and I'm going to give you some wine pairings for each one of those herbs. Now, the reason we're going to be talking about wine pairing for the herbs and not necessarily the protein or the dish that you're putting them in is because in wine pairing, one of the most basic rules in food and wine pairing is we need to pair to the strongest flavor in the dish. And when we're working with fresh herbs, the flavors and the aromatics of those herbs are intensified and therefore may become the strongest pairing in that dish or at the very least a core anchor within it in the sauce or the rub or however you're using them. So we're going to be talking about the flavors the herbs bring to the dish and wines that are going to complement. So the first one I want to start with is dill. Now dill when we think about fresh dill on our hands and obviously dill pickles and all those delicious things that it makes. But dill is a herb on the big scheme of how intense is a herb flavor or a smell is fairly subtle in that you do have to rub it a little bit in your hands. If you brush by it on your leg, it's not necessarily going to release a whole bunch of aromatics, but it is delicious. And a wine that you may pick up some dill aromatics, it's not uncommon for Pinot Noir in the glass when you're assessing it for you to get aromatics and nuances of dill as the herb. And so you're going to get this nice synergy between cooking with dill and the Pinot Noir. And one of the most beautiful pairings to do, especially in the summer, is to do a cedar plank salmon with a dill rub on top of it so that you're going to have some nice oil and cracked pepper, a little bit of pink rock salt and some nice dill and a squeeze of lemon on that cedar plank or a little bit of mustard with that dill. And to have a beautiful Pinot Noir, whether that is French or a New World 
Pinot. It is divine because you do have that synergy between the two. So if you are working with dill, my first go-to wine pairing is going to be to go to the Pinot Noir. If you are looking for white, I will go lighter on a white wine style. I do enjoy a, just a nice Chablis. So staying in that clean, lean, un-oaked Chardonnay style and a Chardonnay from Chablis is a beautiful wine style to work with dill. I'm looking more for an enhanced, usually with the dill, we'll have a squeeze of lemon and that Chablis wine style will bring that out of the blend. So with dill, I'm either going Pinot or a lovely, elegant Chablis. So those are my pairings for dill. Now let's move on to mint. And when we think of fresh mint, definitely the summertime, you can go to mojitos and wonderful cocktails, but mint can be strong. And mint definitely is one of those that as soon as you touch it, it just emulates flavors and aromatics. Mint is definitely one of those herbs that as soon as you brush against it, you're gonna be smelling mint. It is refreshing, it is beautiful, and we have lots of different styles of mint from pineapple mint, chocolate mint, uh, strawberry mint, I saw watermelon mint. I usually always grow mojito mint in my herb basket. That's one that I really enjoy. It also has bigger leaves and I appreciate that from it as well. So for mint, I'm gonna be referencing old school mint, let's call it, in that not some of the fancier styles of mint, but for mint, we have this cooling sensation when you have mint. Think about gums and mouthwashes that are mint-based. It has a nice cooling sensation. And when we're looking for a wine, we're going to be looking for that same sort of mouthfeel. And when we're talking about mint, so whether it's a mint jelly or you have a mint sauce, generally we're working with lamb, which is a wonderful classic pairing. And when we work with, let's say, grilled lamb with a beautiful mint sauce or mint jelly on the side, there are two very classic pairings here. One would be the Barossa Shiraz. So you're gonna look for an Australian Shiraz specifically from the Barossa Valley. The reason being is that when Shiraz comes from the Barossa Valley, we do get more of that mint. You may see it written as a eucalyptus smell. So if you see eucalyptus versus mint, these are somewhat interchangeable in a wine note. The other one is to do a classic Bordeaux blend generally from Pauillac. And the reason we choose from the commune of Pauillac, which is an area within Bordeaux, is because we have lots of beautiful lamb there and it is just a natural pairing when you do a rack of lamb or grilled lamb to do a Bordeaux red. So that's gonna be Cabernet Dominant with Merlot and Malbec. So this beautiful blend is going to also give you this mint, this cooling sensation on the palate. And when you tie that together with mint, it can be divine. Now mint can be over overpowering in regards to whites. So if you are looking to do a white wine, then there's a couple of different ways you can go. If it is a lot of mint, I usually err on the side of caution and I will choose a Prosecco or even a Pinot Grigio, just something very light and it's really just more of a palate cleanser to not even try to find a synergy with that mint. You're literally just looking for something to, to sip on while you're allowing the mint and the dish to speak. But for reds, we can find that synergy and that's that mouth cooling sensation that we get from both the wine and the mint jelly or the mint sauce and that can be really really lovely 
So if you are looking at a mint watermelon feta salad, which seems to just keep going summer after summer, everybody loves them. For that one, definitely Prosecco is my go-to choice there because there's all kinds of different flavors or a rosé, a touch on the sweeter side. So just so you know that you can definitely do rosé when you're working with that watermelon mint salad, I just usually try to find a rosé that's a touch sweeter. And so here I'm looking for a rosé with about 11 to 12% alcohol and that's going to tell me it has a touch of residual sugar so that's an option for you there as well now let's move on to oregano so oregano obviously it is a flavor typical to Italian dishes we'll use lots of it so if you're grilling with oregano the Italian wines here are really going to pull through so whether that is a classic Chianti and you have some herbs in there or a classic Pinot Grigio. Italian wines when you're working with oregano are always going to be a good pairing. I also like something that gives a little bit of a bite back so to speak and the wines I really enjoy working especially with grilling are going to be a Carmenere, so the red Carmenere or a Malbec. Both of these have a little bit of a spice and earthiness, a rusticness to them. So Carmenere definitely some people will also say they'll get a little bit of a green pepper note on it some vegetable works really really well with that oregano as well as the Malbec where you can get some earthiness some brambleys as well and so those are good choices but when you're working with oregano you have the full gamut of Italian wines to play with as well and all of those always seem to be delicious pairing so oregano lots of different options for you there now let's talk about thyme so thyme a beautiful flavor a little bit elegant i'm going to say maybe just because the leaves are so tiny but with thyme we have some wines where you can definitely pull out thyme from the aromatics of the wine and this is predominantly when we're working with sauvignon blanc so when we're working with thyme whether it be on salads or chicken how we choose a wine depends a little bit on how much time you want from both the wine and the dish to come through. My most classic wine that is going to bring a fair bit of herbaceousness to the dish is going to be a Bordeaux white. There's a lot of time in my opinion that comes through that wine and this is going to be Sauvignon Blanc with a touch of Semillon in regards to the whites from Bordeaux and it is beautiful if you are grilling some chicken or some fish in the summertime that has some thyme worked in in the rub that you've put on top of that fish or the foil pack or the potatoes but when you have thyme a Bordeaux white is one of my favorite whites to bring to the table. Now Sauvignon Blanc from Chile is also lovely or around the world. New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc as well you're going to get some thyme as well as that cut grass and stronger grapefruit flavors. My caution with New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc while it is lovely it can sometimes be a little overpowered powering depending on how soft the thyme flavors are in your dish. So know that New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc is always delicious, but it is, let's say, full face Sauvignon Blanc. There's no disguising all of the amazing flavors in it. And sometimes when we're grilling and working with herbs, we want something a little more muted. And that's why I usually go to the Sauvignon Blanc from Bordeaux. So the white Bordeaux is going to be my choice there. Now, in regards to reds with thyme, we're looking for a little bit of earthiness here. And with thyme, I like to play with just a nice beautiful rosé in the summer. It's fresh, it's going to have a lovely acidity and it's just going to bring some nice aromatics without competing for 
the thyme flavors in your dish. So when I work with thyme, because it can be a little earthiness, there's lots of different wines to choose from, but in regards to reds, I'll do a Cote de Rhone. So that's a Cote de Rhone red. So you're looking at the Holy Trinity there. That's going to be a blend of Grenache, Syrah, and Mouvedre. So beautiful wines there, getting a little dustiness there to go with the thyme. And I love to do a wonderful rosé here as well, a dry rosé with just a little bit of chicken with thyme. Always a beautiful choice. So those are my options for red. Now my last herb that we're going to talk about is rosemary. I love rosemary. I use it in a lot of different dishes and rosemary is a fairly strong aromatic herb. Even when we dry it in the wintertime, rosemary has lots of personality that it brings to the dish. And when we work with rosemary, because it is so strong, I like to choose wines that are powerful in the same way. And when I'm working with rosemary, I really love a Zinfandel. We have all of those richness, full-bodied, beautiful aromatics that come off of it, balances really well. And generally rosemary, especially for grilling, you're going to have that grilled flavor. And we know that Zinfandel is a wonderful wine when we're grilling. So definitely Zinfandel, whether you're doing chicken or a beef dish or portobello mushrooms, when you have that rosemary, Zinfandel is going to be a wine that I enjoy as well as Shiraz. I will bring Shiraz to the table as well. And it again has that strength, some herbaceousness, a little bit of a, a smoked flavor can come off of it. So it's beautiful. The other red is to do a red Grenache. So hundred percent Grenache can be beautiful. Get some strawberries and some raspberries, some dark fruit flavors. Wonderful style here to bring to the table and a Grenache based rosé. So they are wonderful when you're working with rosemary on your dishes. Now, if you're looking for whites when you're working with rosemary, one of my favorites is do a Cote de Rhone Blanc. So a white wine from the south of France. This is going to be a blend of Marsan and Roussan, two wonderful grape varieties that most people don't even know about. They may just know that they like Cote de Rhone Blanc, but they're not exactly sure what the grape varieties, but these are wonderful, full-bodied, rich grapes that bring really wonderful nuances, a bit of earthiness, a bit of apple, a bit of pear, different flavors, melons, honey that come through in that wine. And with the rosemary, it will hold up with the weight, something a little different for the summer, but wonderful pairing in regards to working with rosemary. So in today's episode, we covered dill, rosemary, thyme, oregano, and mint. So you have a bucket of five there and you have some red and white pairings for each one. I hope I've inspired you to try different wines as you are cooking with fresh herbs this summertime. And remember that there's no perfect pairing. Everybody's going to be a little bit different. And this is where we always be trying new things. Try a Shiraz with mint. And then the next time try a Bordeaux red and neither is right or wrong. It's just about with that dish, which one do you prefer? Or put two wines on the table and try them side by side. Try a white and a red for one dish. Too often we have one wine on the table, but we never get to do a comparative tasting when we're doing food pairings. And just like when you go to a restaurant and you can order wine by the glass, if you're going with a friend, ask for an extra glass for each of you, and then you can each try a different wine and share that with each other. So you're actually going to be able to try a dish with two different wines beside it. We learned so much by comparative tasting, so I cannot stress enough, as you have fresh herbs and you're grilling and 
cooking for the summer, making delicious salads, try do comparative tastings this summer. Open two bottles of wine, try one glass, another glass, and you don't need to have a full glass of each. You can still just do a splash of each, but it's gonna give you a great idea of different wine styles that you can enjoy with your foods. So I hope you have found today's episode inspiring. I have had lots of fun as always hanging out with you and sharing with you some ideas and inspiration that you can use on your own deck on your patio this summer. Now, if you have any questions or comments, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to leave them below and I'm happy to answer them. And you can also find me on any of the social media channels and or Wine Girl Academy. So you can leave your questions there or reach out at hello at winegirl.com and I'm happy to look at recipes or answer your questions you may have. Be sure to like, share, subscribe so you never miss an episode. They come out every Tuesday. I want to wish you a wonderful week. Cheers, everybody. Bye now.